Welcome to the Craft Beer Marketing Awards, Marketing on Tap Podcast. This is episode 18, and we are sponsored by the EGC Group, your CBMA's co-founders, and your podcast co-hosts, Jim McCune and Jackie DiBella. Hey. So, I can't believe it's episode 18. <laughs> it's crazy. And uh, we're really excited. We just officially booked uh, Craft Beer Marketing Awards to exhibit at two big upcoming shows. One of them is the New York State Brewers Conference, and that's up in Albany, New York in March. That's also my birthday week. So that's going to be awesome, chilling out in the capital of New York State. Birthday week? You get a whole week? Well, yeah, I used to get a week, but I am getting kind of old now. So it's more like a few days and then a week to recover. <laughs> but this is a big one. I'm turning 50, Woo! even though that sounds weird. So you're going to crush 50 fresh IPAs that week? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> We're in a good spot for that. Yeah. But uh, I'm also super stoked. We are also booked for the Craft Brewers Convention in May, which is out in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I've never been there, so I'm excited to check that out. And if you haven't registered, you know, get that done so you guys could come out and have some beers with the CBMA's team. Yeah, we're super excited. I've never been either. Um, looks like an awesome city. We've been waiting and, you know, now, fingers crossed, we can finally have our first live award ceremony. Um, in person, hosted by our presenting sponsors, Hillebrand. Uh, we'll also be doing another marketing seminar at CBC that we're working out details to now. So uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah. And believe me, we made sure we got a bigger room this year so nobody gets turned away. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was rough. Um, make sure you're following Craft Beer Marketing Awards on social media and visit our website to stay up to date on all upcoming important dates craftbeermarketingawards.com. Our awards um, for 2022 are being accepted through January 14th. Um, that is the final deadline. So make sure while you've got some downtime during the holidays, um, you know, you, you push your work in there and check out the uh, previous award galleries as well. So you can see, you know, what the judges look for and, and what other people are doing. Yeah, you have to be in it to crush it. So get your entries in. We want to welcome to the CBMA's Marketing on Tap podcast, all the way from beautiful Southern Arizona, Jeremy Storton. And he is actually an advanced Cicerone. He's also a BJCP judge. And he's also an IBD certified brewer. And he's the owner and host of the Good Beer Matters podcast. <laughs> Just doing a few things. Um, you guys you guys can check him out at goodbeermatters.net. Um, Jeremy, I see your Good Beer Matters podcasts are in the high 80s for your episodes. A little, little more experience than us. Um, we've been doing this for a while. CBMA's Marketing on Tap uh, compared to your uh, Good Beer Matters is a little baby podcast. Um, so thank you for joining us on humble episode number 18. Uh, we're looking forward to some pointers. Oh my gosh, it's my honor to be here. And uh, where I may have more podcast episodes, you guys have more uh, expertise and experience in marketing. So hey, let's collaborate, you know? Gee, definitely. Well, first off, congratulations is in order for you taking a 2021 Platinum Crushy Award. It's our top honor. Yeah. And that was under our beer marketing wild cards for 
best beer related podcast for Good Beer Matters. Yeah, that I was um, to say I was super stoked is putting it mildly. That was awesome. Jeremy, you're no stranger to awards. Why don't you tell us a little more about your history in craft brewing and how it led you to start your own podcast? Uh, yeah, the, the, the short version of that is I, uh, was not particularly interested in beer. In fact, I, I kind of, um, uh, I fought against it. I, I didn't want to get into the beer industry. I, I didn't even know what that was. Um, but, uh, a buddy started home brewing and I'd hang out with him. We'd have beer and, and, uh, and I, uh, was living in, uh, just outside of Bend, Oregon. So, you know, they say, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, but when in, <laughs> when in Bend, you, you drink good craft beer. Um, so little by little, the beer just grabbed a hold of me and pulled me down the rabbit hole. And, um, it was a documentary about wine where they just talk about the passion, the purpose and, and how, you know, wine was just a doorway to the world when it just, everything just clicked. And I realized that beer was an absolute doorway to the world. And from then on, I realized I needed to work in the beer industry. I needed to, I needed to do something in the beer industry, and, and then figuring out what that was uh, took some t- took some time. Part of that process was um, as I continued to grow in my beer knowledge and, and my uh, abilities and value to the beer industry, I um, discovered Cicerone, got my certified Cicerone, which is a second level out of four. And I wanted to continue learning. So I started looking into podcasts and I started my podcast in the beginning of 2018. At that time, I, it was hard to find a uh, beer podcast that, that weren't just a bunch of dudes sitting around burping and cracking each other up and, and getting drunk over, over several hours. And, uh, <laughs> and it just, it, it, okay, that's fun, but it didn't do anything for me. And um, I thought, well, if there aren't any good educational podcasts out there that talk about, you know, the education of good beer, but also the larger culture that uh, beer inhabits, then uh, there's only one solution. And it's for me to start my own. And I thought it was a great way for me to, uh, for example, if I wanted to if I wanted to call you guys or Gary fish or Garrett Oliver, or um, you know, many of the like people who've um, been on my podcast, if I were to call you up and say, Hey, can I, can I pick your brain for about an hour? Chances are you'd say no. But if I call them up and say, Hey, would you be on my podcast? Uh, so I can share your story with everyone else. Then uh, pretty much everyone starts saying yes. So that was, that was my, <laughs> That was my little play there. It was like, I want, yeah, I, w- I want to learn. And so I might as well share it with everyone else. And we heard you're creating sort of educational and promotional branded content for companies now um, in the beer industry. Can you tell us a little bit more about this and why education and storytelling you feel is so important? Yeah, um, it, it's funny. I'm, I'm preparing. I'm, I'm going to give a talk on uh, at a uh, uh beer bloggers writers conference in about a week. And so I'm preparing that right now. And it's just trying to figure out, okay, beer has to do with ingredients. It's an alcoholic beverage. Distributors move the widgets from point A to point B so that we consumers can go, oh, that's a great beer. But as, as I alluded to before, it can just be that beer. It can just be a you know, billion dollar, hundred billion dollar industry, but it can be, uh, there's a culture behind it. You can 
you can relate to the world. You can relate to each other. And a lot of that has to do with the stories in, uh, that, that come out of the beer world and the different beer styles. Um, uh, so my, my approach is to tell the story about each individual brewery, uh, about each individual beer, and educate along the way, not only to understand the beer, the flavor profiles, the background, whatnot, um, but, you know, why, why this matters. You, to plug my, you know, shamefully plug my podcast, that's why I named it Good Beer Matters in the first place, because yeah. it does matter, and, and trying to figure out why it matters so much. And I tell people that beer is something that no one needs, but everyone wants. I want to answer why. Why does that matter? Why does everyone want it when no one needs it? And, and I think answering that question um, is a uh, fundamentally a fantastic marketing tool because everyone's going to have a different answer. Well, that's and very so, interesting. Great background, right? too. You're a writer, though, right? Uh, I, I am a writer first uh, and uh, turned photographer, videographer, and audio producer if you want to get technical. Um, but it's just, it's the stories. It's the stories behind everything. And, you know, the, the three of us talk on my podcast about storytelling as marketing and education with marketing. And, and all of that is, is a, a way to profoundly improve your marketing impressions um, as opposed to just sheer interruption and, hey, have you tried my beer? It slices, it dices. When you actually have a story, when you actually have a purpose, when you actually have an experience to carry someone along with that product, then I, I, I find it's far more impactful. So that's I've, I've tried to turn that into a business working with uh, different beer companies to tell these stories, to get content out there that is meaningful, that is impactful, um, that will not only sell more products and widgets, but kind of bring everyone together as well. I think we need a lot more of that to, today. Yeah. I mean, what you say is a hundred percent true. And I think we're in an age now where, you know, education is very important, especially since pandemic and uh, breweries have been faced with many challenges of how do you educate your customers? And I mean, back in the day, Breweries had it on their shoulders to educate customers of what craft beer was. And then, you know, eventually they had to also shoulder, you know, all the different styles and the education of why this is this way and why do we do things that way. And now with pandemic, there's so much education with, you know, when hours are open or how do you get beer and how do you keep customers safe and so, I mean, that, that part of it is always critical. And to work with someone like you, a writer with that type of foundation is also really important. Well, and I think there is a need to continue. The, the education is continually evolving. And, um, and there's a lot of reasons for it. The BJCP, Cicerone is a, a huge proponent of that. And that's why I've taken the path that I have is because 20, 30 years ago, someone could say, this is an IPA. This is different than a lager because of these reasons. We've gone, we've become far more sophisticated. Even the consumer has a more sophisticated palate, has more sophisticated demands. And so we really do need to continue to educate not only the consumer, but uh, restaurant staff, uh, brewery staff, uh, distributor staff, on-premise staff, because now people are looking for 
what's next, what's next. And it's not just a new beer. It's how do we use the beers that we've always had? How do we pair them? How do we turn that into an experience? How do we, how do we send people home with a better understanding of how to pair this cheese and this IPA uh, for their holiday parties? Or, or how do we just level everything up? The, the tide is rising and, and the ships have to rise along with it. Yeah, I mean, if you don't feel like sort of the spidey senses firing off of like the industry is definitely leveling up and it's been happening for a while. But now, just with the craft beer marketing awards alone, looking at the entries, looking at the sophistication and the innovation in the design and the packaging and even just the levity of it, breweries, you know, um, you know, poking fun at themselves or nostalgic marketing, tapping into our fondest childhood memories. There's so much going on that it, uh, it really is an amazing time to be a beer lover. And that's why I love the work that you guys are doing because you are basically curating a best of the best list of everyone who's either written a story or, I mean, can design. I mean, you, you, most people will think I just you know, can design just helps me differentiate one thing from the other. But when you look and you like really pay attention, these are incredible works of art. Some of the, uh, uh, the copywriting that's on these cans, I mean, shoot. I mean, I've had a few that have nearly brought me to tears because of just the way that it kind of moved me from, from point A to point B. And it was just a single paragraph on the side of a can. Um, yeah, I mean that is one of the biggest know, reasons we, we started this. Yes, because you have incredible people, talented people, incredible artists that are using this as a medium, and you guys have put it all together one spot for everyone else to copy. That was our intention, you know. As the story goes, Jackie and I wanted to enter our own work, and it didn't yeah. exist, so. We're so glad to sort of bring to the world the Craft Beer Marketing Awards. You know, we couldn't believe how amazing it did in its first year. You know, we knew it would catch on, but that's why we took it worldwide in its second year. And now that we just sort of um, kicked off our third year, we're just incredibly like blessed with all of the different breweries and their agencies that we're meeting really across the globe. And uh, as our judges line up, I think we're uh, heading towards 500 this year. Um, we're going to have a really great competition. And like Jackie mentioned before, this is all going to culminate in May uh, during Craft Brewers Conference Week. We're going to have our first live full awards ceremony and get to hand out these crushies uh, to the winners. Uh, it's like a dream come true. Yeah. Well, and it's just so nice to see this because... You know, when when you guys have other podcast winners, I see what other people are doing. And I realize, you know, kind of like with the craft beer thing, as beer got better, as competition became more fierce, then so did the quality. Um, so did the um, the uh, consumer savviness about beer. Everything just continues to get better. And so now I hear what other people are doing in their podcasts. I'm thinking, wow, I need a I need to figure out how to up my game and same thing with videos and can design. And, and, um, you, you guys are, have created a hub so that, uh, everyone, it'll make it easier for everyone to feel that competition and want to get better, I think. 
So kudos, Thanks, to, Jeremy. kudos to your work. Appreciate those words too, because um, I think we added podcasts last year um, in our second year because podcasts are so important in the industry and what a great way to network and meet new people and disseminate, you know, incredible insight that you really wouldn't get anywhere else, like you said before. So um, that's why we wanted to start our own and we've been having so much fun with it and uh, we have so many new friends. So uh, very cool thing. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, to finally meet you out in Denver at the craft brewers conference in September. Yeah. And thanks for taking incredible photos of Jackie and I at our new booth and at our marketing seminar. Yeah. That I think Jeremy, Jeremy is the one that caught that picture of me giving you side eye pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I love that picture. Jackie's face basically says, sit down and be quiet. <laughs> I did. Yep. Immortalized oh, yeah. forever. It looked like you had some serious camera equipment, so you're obviously somebody with many talents. Um, why don't you tell us a little more about just going from like the beer enthusiast um, to becoming certified and um, what maybe your plans are from here and uh, where your podcast will go and uh, anything else that you might have happening? Well, that's a lot of questions, so the best way I can answer that is yes. <laughs> Good. Uh, so uh, certifications, I, I, I realized if I wanted to positively contribute to an industry, if I wanted to dare to call myself somewhat of a leader or have some influence, then um, I would have to uh, uh, prove myself by doing a lot of hard work. And so I've spent the last Oh gosh, uh, five years of very serious, dedicated work trying to learn as much as I can and to finally become, um, you know, one of the few uh, advanced Cicerones in the world. Um, last time I checked, I think there's 147, which sounds like a lot of people, but in the world, it's like there's there's not a lot of people who really want to go to the lengths of understanding beer as intimately as 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 we do, and. Um, uh, so it was just, I, I just, and basically the really reason I did all that is because I didn't want to have to go in and have the conversation every single time to explain why people should listen to me. I, I, I just want those credentials to speak for themselves so that we can get to the real conversation, the real conversation of why beer matters. How can we improve what you're doing? How can we tell everyone about what you're doing? Um, That's and, amazing. And so I, uh, I, I spent a lot of time working different capacities in the beer industry and recently decided to uh, uh, go it alone. Uh, well, that sounds kind of, uh, uh, well, that sounds a little lone wolf. Uh, I, wa I wanted to basically have my own, have my own uh, business and, um, yeah. and, and, and basically do what I've been dreaming about doing is just telling people stories, doing, creating marketing assets for companies. Uh, so that's that's my plan for that now, uh, as my job is to work with companies to do that. And uh, and so if anyone's listening to this and you need a, uh, a a beer savvy content producer, this is a shameful plug. Give me a call, or uh, you can get a hold of me at uh, you know Jeremy at GoodBeerMatters.net. Um, but for the future, as far as continuing education and um, the that podcast, it's it's become a part of me now. It's created so many opportunities. And I now have people that I regard uh, 
well enough and close enough around the world that I, I feel confident that I can go to a lot of places in the world and say, hey, I, you know, I, you may not have a place for me to stay, but let's go out and get a beer, just chat. And, 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 I, and I'm confident that that will happen. Um, the goal with that is to continue pushing better education, uh, better experiences, better uh, service at bars and restaurants. I'm, I'm still, with everything that we know, uh, with the type of technology we have on our phones and, and being able to put uh, people in space, just the, the levels of knowledge and beer service still are kind of, I don't, I don't want to sound mean, but they're a little disappointing. We could do so much better. And I know uh, the pandemic had its way with us, but um, uh, I, I think we can do better. We can, we can make more money. We can provide better experiences. We can be more joyful in our time spent um, with each other, having great food, great beer, um, and understanding the greater question of what that all means and why it's so important. That's, uh, I still want to explore those. That's the theme of the industry for the year. And it's also how, how do we become better people? How do we become better to each other? How do we become more tolerable? Like there's a lot of changes from within and they're happening and they are um, all positive things. And we, you know, Jackie and I tried to identify as much as we could with those in the categories. And we have some exciting new ones this year. Um, that'll encompass human rights and, and collaborations and, and uh, you know, things that will really shine light on the amazing work that the industry has done, you know, not only for the pandemic, but beyond. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I try to figure out how can I help people learn to let's not poop on our nest and let's treat uh, other people as if uh, you live in a small community. And, and then lastly is just, you know, have a, have a beer and let everything get easier. Um, <laughs> trying to, trying to approach it with those simple rules that we all learned in kindergarten, um, uh, I think will do us, uh, very well in the future within the beer industry and, and other industries. For sure. You know, talking about <laughs> sitting down and grabbing a beer, feels nice to do that again, um, this year with people. Um, you know, how's the craft beer scene been at places you've been checking out? Um, you know, are things back to normal? Are you seeing any trends forming coming out of, you know, everything we all just went through? Uh, people are getting out. People are enjoying beer. The beer scene in Arizona, it's, it's, uh, it would be easy for someone uh, from the outside looking in to say that, well, um, Arizona doesn't have, you know, one of the major beer, uh, craft beer hotspots in the country. Uh, it's not San Diego. It's not Denver. It's not the Pacific Northwest and it's not uh, Delaware and, you know, any, any of those hotspots that you might put across. Um, but the neat thing that I've, that I'm seeing happen, um, is that, the in particular, Southern Arizona has its own unique habitat, its own unique ingredients. Uh, Sonoran white wheat comes from here. And that's regarded uh, highly regarded among brewers, um, but there's an opportunity just with the influence of being this close to Mexico and the terrain and and everything that we can grow down here. Uh, you're seeing that in beers, and and what I dream that we will get back to someday is having a sense of place, a sense of terroir in our beers. And uh, when that happens, um, Arizona and particularly Southern Arizona is going to have a very very unique flavor profile 
And so I, I, I'm looking forward to that. And, it, and it'll, it'll make, remember back, back in our day, I, you, Jim, you mentioned you're turning 50. I'm not far behind you. Back, <laughs> back in our day, when people went traveling, they took a bunch of photos, they made a slide deck, invited all their friends and family and said, here's my trip because I want to share this experience with you. Someday, maybe we can get back to, you cannot taste this beer unless you travel to that part of the world. Because uh, the, the beers from where you guys are, the beers from where I am, the beers from the Northwest, the beers from from Guam, it may all be the same IPA, um, the same ingredients, but it's going to taste different. That's To me, that's exciting. And I, I look forward to, to that happening again. Yeah, that variation sounds really interesting. And uh, Jackie and I have added so many new places to our list, and we hope to get to all of them. That's a worthy pursuit. Well, thanks, Jeremy, for joining us. Uh, we hope your team crushes it again this year. We look forward to having an ice-cold beer at the awards ceremony during the 2022 Craft Brewers Conference out in May. And for you guys who want to keep this party going, go to goodbeermatters.net, scroll back to episode 67, and check out um, the podcast that Jeremy did with us. Gracious host, great podcast. Check them out and really appreciate all the insight and information that you provided today. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Oh, thank you for having me. It was always wonderful to talk to you guys. I, I learned a ton from you guys uh, whenever you guys you know, are on the other side of the mic, so to speak. But um, otherwise, cheers. I look forward to that beer. Definitely. Have a great one. You too.